0: It is week eight of the college football season. We are back with our 10 best picks this weekend. I'm Austin joined by Logan from the same time and same place every single week. We got our five favorite picks coming your guys way. Let's recap last week though, Logan. You had another profitable week, three and two for you. I was the reverse, a two and three week and the fans props to you guys, a three and two week. As always, we track the fans' votes by going down below, you comment your favorite pick and if you see ones that you like, like those and we take the five most liked comments down below. We just passed 44,000 subscribers, so if you're new, do us a favor, go down below, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too. We have our NBA daily best bets video starting up every single day, starting on Tuesday. there's actually one posted right before this. And Logan, I'm gonna take the reins away and I'm gonna start off this video with my first pick of the week. I'm going Wisconsin on the money line, minus 125 on points bet. Like you could lay the minus two ish points, minus two and a half they're getting right now. But there's weird scores when the NCAA football comes on. It's not like the pros where you normally are pretty consistent with you know scores like 24 to 21 and the college there's tons of missed extra points tons of random stuff going down but last week i wrapped up the channel with lsu money line the only money line pick i took of the week and they cashed so i'm coming back and starting this video with wisconsin now why is wisconsin favored in this one they've lost three of their last four purdue on the other side has one four straight it's because wisconsin owns purdue they've won 15 straight head-to-head matchups this is a big game for wisconsin like i said they lost three of their last four they need to turn their season around. Then you want to win, them, want to get to a bowl game, and they aren't going to be able to get there if they don't win this football game. I think they're favored for a reason. Aiden O'Connell is going to probably be one of the best players on the field. That's Purdue's quarterback, and I love him. I think he's very solid, but sometimes he forces some throws. He can be low, throw some interceptions. Wisconsin has 11 interceptions this year. So look, I know it's going to be not a common play. I think a lot of per- people are going to take Purdue on the underdog money line. Going to be a public dog. I would expect. Give me Wisconsin, the Badgers, taking them as my first pick. Logan, what you got? I think I heard you're in this game too.
1: Yeah, I, I like your first pick. I like the money line pick, but I'm gonna pick the total in this one. I'm going to that Purdue versus Wisconsin game. I'm taking the over 51 and a half total points in this one. At first glance. To me, the total seems high for these two teams at first glance, but each of these teams have been sneaky high scoring, right? You look, you look at Wisconsin. Normally, I don't like to bet trends, but this is a, a trend that actually does work in our favor, conveniently, right? The total has gone over in the last five, uh, last five Wisconsin games that they played, which is pretty shocking because Wisconsin never a team that in, in my head uh, screams a, a bet the over team, but. If you look at Wisconsin defensively too, they have a ton of injuries, a ton of defensive backs, and you know a ton of you know, defensive ends as well on the injury report. You know listed as questionable, but that could definitely impact this game, especially against the Purdue offense that has just been lighting it up. Six hundred eight. Uh, yards of offense last game against Nebraska. This Purdue offense has four games of over 400 yards of total offense. They have no problem with Aiden O'Connell, as you mentioned, Austin, uh, moving the football up and down the field. I definitely think they should be able to put up some points in their ends. And if you look at Wisconsin, 28 points against Michigan State, 42 against Northwestern. This is an offense that is actually surprisingly capable of, of scoring as well. Maybe going toe-to-toe to, with Purdue in this one. Who knows? Maybe that catches Austin's pick. But look at Wisconsin. Their offense, 32nd in yards per play. Chunk yards are the key for this over, right? If you're ever betting uh, totals in college football, you want quick scoring teams. I think Wisconsin, sneaky, can can get this over for us.
0: Hey, look, I would love that. Hopefully, Wisconsin drops a 50-piece on their own for you. Now, I'm going to move to the second pick. It's going to be an sec battle not the biggest one on the card as i'm taking texas a and m minus three and a half taking on south carolina now you can look at this line similar to the wisconsin pick a m's coming off back-to-back losses now granted they did have a bye week last week but they lost to alabama played them tough then lost to mississippi state two weeks or three weeks ago technically and then you'll get south carolina coming off a big win versus a ranked kentucky team granted they did have another bye week in there too so both of these two teams coming off a bye had time to reset and ultimately I think A&M has to come out here and win this game I think there's a reason they're favored on the road you don't see a lot of SEC road teams favored like this they're very equal equivalent kind of teams now A&M's defense is showing up all year long this is a team that came out you know limited to Alabama to 24 points this defense is, is not allowing a ton of points only 18.8 this year now South Carolina's side is allowing 25 points per game this game comes down to the Aggies offense and can they score points because Spencer Rattler's going to turn over the ball one or two times maybe more against that good Aggies defense but can the can this Aggies offense give them some points if they can which I think they can against the bad South Carolina Gamecocks defense I think we're going to see that the Aggies come out here and blow the top off South Carolina I know it's not a sexy pick but look I think Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies got to get back on track and I think they do that on Saturday in Columbia Logan what's your second pick
1: yeah, there's, there's too much talent for Texas A&M to not get it done against I South Carolina. They paid too many guys to be bad. Sorry, yep, I got to go. Exa- <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't disagree with that one, Austin. But in my pick, and going to a smaller matchup, this one, I don't even know if it will be on your regular scheduled TV uh, listings. But... We're going to Georgia Southern versus Old Dominion. I'm taking Georgia Southern plus two and a half in this one. As I mentioned, it's not a it's not a huge matchup, but I definitely find an edge here with Georgia with the Georgia Southern Eagles in this one. Georgia Southern four and one against the spread in their last five Sun Belt games. Coming off a big win as thirteen point underdogs against James Madison in that game. Georgia Southern 590 yards of total offense, so they they definitely show that they can move the ball up and down the field. Georgia Georgia Southern as well 28th in scoring offense. Old Dominion, you look at their scoring offense, the the huge discrepancy here, the Old Dominion's only 109th in scoring offense, big edge there and why I'm riding the Eagles today, Georgia Southern's defense isn't great, right, 97th in, in scoring defense, but that might be okay today because I promise you, as I mentioned, Old Dominion's offense, statistically terrible, 130th in rushing yards per game, 106th in yards per play, so if Georgia Southern can stretch out any sort of lead, any sort of, you know, offensive production from the Georgia Southern Eagles, this isn't my dumpster diving pick by, by any stretch. I, I think there's an edge here with Georgia Southern. I'll take them plus two and a half against Old Dominion in this one. Yeah,
0: Logan, when, I'm glad you noted this wasn't your dumpster diving pick, but you're 4-0 <laughs> and you closed the season, because I thought this was gonna not be it. it, and it's not. So you have to stick around for that, and see if Logan go to 5-0. and But speaking of being at dumpster diving, I'm living next to the dumpster after all my best bets are just an absolutely putrid we're onto the best bet of the weekend and arguably you probably should fade me because i haven't won one all season long 0-5 and two if you just got rid of the segment i'd be like 21 and 16. that's a pretty good record but i can't cash a win and i gotta go to my team that i watch the most i'm going to ucf game as they take on ecu i'm actually gonna be taking the under 64 and a half points now like i said i can't win a best bet to save my life 05 and two on the year and i have to switch it up i've been taking a lot of spreads i going to switch it up and take an over-under because I can't cash the spread in this column. So maybe I'll cash an over-under. And you look at this line, you say, I see the comments. You're out of your mind. UCF just dropped a 70-piece. You saw ECU just dropped 47 points. Shout out ECU. You couldn't cover the three and a half I needed. Um, but now you're going with an under? What the heck? This makes no sense. And that's correct because I know UCF's offense. This team struggles on the road. They have not just done it this year. They've done it all under Gus Malzahn. And even back a couple of years, they struggle on the road specifically at ECU and at Tulane and Tulsa. They struggle on the road against all these AAC teams. And this is their second road game of the year. And I would argue it's kind of their first as the first one was against FAU. And that was basically a home game on the road as they tried a lot of fans travel FAU, not too far away from Orlando. Now you look at UCF, they obviously played ECU last year, only 20 to 16 win and ECU is gonna know. Got to stop the run against UCF. It's a team that wants to run the football. If they can't run the football, they're going to struggle. And they average only 109.9 yards. That's how many rushing yards the ECU defense has given up. It's top 50 in the country. And like I said, UCF's going to want to run the football. If they get into those second and nine, second and 11, maybe some tackles for loss, the UCF team's going to be stuck. And I think if ECU can play a little bit of defense, UCF's defense has been pretty solid this year. I'm not sold on ECU's offense. UCF is a decent secondary. So please, Logan, I'm just praying can I get a best bet win? That's all I'm asking for. I'm not I, I can go one and four. If the winner is on the best bet segment, I might might live with it. Probably won't.
1: But as always, Logan, what's yours? You cash last week? What you got for this week? You're the definition of do, but in gambling, that doesn't mean you're guaranteed the win, but I, I do like your your reason at least. in mine, i'm I'm going to a big twelve showdown in mine, and we're going to Texas versus versus Oklahoma State, one of the bigger matchups on on the slate. I'm taking Texas minus six and a half as my best bet. Now we're doing some major line reading on this one, as I mostly do for these you know best bets. If you look at Oklahoma state, they open as two and a half point favorites, according to action. And there's some crazy line movement in the favor of the horns in this one, despite, if you look at the public percentages, the public percentages are actually on Oklahoma state. I I feel like a lot of people say, oh, that's too many points uh, for the Cowboys in this one. And you look at Texas last week, They didn't look great against Iowa State. They they might have been looking ahead to this matchup in Stillwater, if I'm being honest, because Iowa State almost had that game. If it weren't for a turnover late, the Cyclones might have even won that game. You You look at last week for Oklahoma State, they lost a shootout against TCU. A shootout is all Oklahoma State seems to do these days, right? The difference in this one? classic defense, right? Defense in the Big 12. Who, who would have thought, right? Texas, though, D- Texas defense hasn't allowed more than 21 points in a game this season. And that includes matchups versus offenses like Alabama. We saw what Alabama did last week. Does Alabama have any you know, trouble scoring the ball? Absolutely not. But Texas played really hard. And I expect that, that defense to definitely show up today uh, against a really formidable Oklahoma State offense led by Spencer Sanders. He's electric. But Texas will definitely, you know, rise up to the occasion. If you look at Oklahoma State's defense, 126 in passing yards per game allowed. Texas shouldn't really have any trouble scoring in this one. That's, I think, why you see the line laying a touchdown on a road that has to get your attention in this one against two, you know, yeah, two rivals in this one. I definitely think you put the horns in my face. I couldn't even see it. Horns up. It feels weird going horns up in this one because normally I put horns down, but the horns are up today in this one. I will take Texas minus six and a half. It's ambitious to lay a touchdown on the road, but that's gonna be my best bet for the week. Hey, Logan, I
0: absolutely love the pick. Sorry, spooked Jet. Now, speaking of Alabama, you mentioned them. I'm gonna move my fourth pick. I'm going with Alabama Crimson Tide, covering a big number, 20 and a half versus Mississippi State. Now, obviously, you can look back to last weekend. You can say, well, you know, a lot of people, I was surprised that Tennessee, you know, what a great game. First off and foremost, my dad and my sister were at that game. Shout out to them for one of the best games that's really happened this year and in the past couple of years. But, look, I can just imagine Nick Saban in that locker room. He's smacking some people because, look, you give up, you score 49 points and you still lose. That's not what Nick Saban ever wants to see. The defense couldn't stop Tennessee giving up 52 points. I expect that Alabama defense to come in here motivated. Or else, I don't know what Nick Saban's going to do in this one. And I ultimately think this comes down to their defense, and I think the defense shows up. Now, over the last four matchups against Mississippi State, Alabama has not only covered this two, three plus touchdowns; they've won by an average of thirty-four points per game. And Alabama hasn't lost versus Mississippi State since two thousand eight, winning fourteen straight. Only five of those losses so it came by twenty-one or less. So nine of the fourteen wins have been blowout fashions, and I think they get that done. Now, Will Rogers, I'll give him some respect. Very good quarterback but i don't know i just think alabama's defense comes out here i don't think they would put you know a big 20 and a half line if they didn't expect alabama to come out here be able to do their thing and look mississippi state has been struggling on the road they're on the road here they only scored 16 and 17 points this season versus sec teams they're only putting up that maybe even less against alabama we know how powerful that offense is with bryce young just seeing the crimson time bounce back i don't know nick saban's record against the spread after a loss but I'd be willing to bet it's probably pretty good. So give me the Nick Saban, give me the Crimson Tide, minus 20 and a half. I'm riding with them. Logan, what you got?
1: Yeah, roll tied in that one for you, Austin. But in mine, I'm going to next to a battle of undefeated ACC teams. A Little bit of a surprise, right, with one of these teams. And I'm taking Clemson minus 13 and a half against the Cinderella, Syracuse Orange. I know everyone loves Syracuse. And a lot of people probably look at this first glance and say, "How oh, I got to take the points with Syracuse. Stylistically, though, I think that's a mistake because Syracuse does not match well, match up all that well against uh, Clemson. Syracuse wants to run the ball. 179 rushing yards against North Carolina State last week. Well, I'm here to tell you, Clemson's defense definitely is great at stopping the run. Clemson's defense second in rushing yards per game allowed and overall 24th in scoring defense. Clemson's defense is really stingy and I think they're laying a high number for a reason. I think this is kind of the game that the books say, all right, Syracuse, you've had a great season, but this this is, this is one you're just in over your head. You'll get Syracuse defense, they're 10th in scoring defense, so good on paper. But if you look at who they faced, I mean, they can only play the teams in their schedule. But the only decent offense that Syracuse really faced was Purdue. And they gave up 29 points to Purdue and and Aiden O'Connell. I think think they're definitely going to have their hands full against a Clemson offense that scored 30 plus in all games this year. I I expect them to really be able to dominate both, you know, rushing and throwing a little bit on, on the Syracuse Orange. I think Clemson laying the big number in this one, minus 13 and a half. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and ride them. I, I trust Dabo Sweeney and a proven program, you know, more Logan, than Syracuse.
0: Logan, I know you're going to have some hate in that one because anytime I've mentioned Syracuse, the, the fans come out. So hopefully we get a really good game there, but maybe Clemson can backdoor and get you that 14 plus point win. Now for my fifth and final pick, I'm going to end with an over under and it's going to be a big time showdown. I'm just going to Kansas State versus TCU and I'm going to be taking the over 58 and a half points. I've seen the lines on a couple different books to spend 58, 59, I think 58 and, eight and a half is where it will kinda end and you look at kansas state yes they have a good defense but as logan can probably attest to the last time they played an up-tempo team oklahoma they also went up tempo to match them and the kansas state is not normally an up-tempo team but they match the other offense and that would be awesome because tcu has a great offense and they're going to be running plays fast they're third in points per game and the good thing about tcu they'll score a lot they're going to give up a lot of points too as they are very bad 200 in points per game i don't even know if i can name 200 colleges that's how bad their defense has been, and Kansas State is coming off a, a bad game off of their offense, and they did have a bye week in there, but it was a 10-9 win versus an Iowa State team that has a pretty good defense, but they couldn't get anything going on offense, and they really didn't need to. They won 10-9, so that's all that matters, but at the end of the day, Adrian Martinez has been pretty good. Obviously, he's transferred away from Nebraska, but he's been pretty good for the Wildcats this year on the ground and in the air. He might make a mistake or two against the Horn Frogs defense, but the Horn Frogs don't play much defense this year. They just try to outscore you, very similar to you know a UCF. Team that I absolutely know and love for the past decade or so. I really do think this is the high-scoring game. I think this line's a little bit too low for me. So Kansas State TCU—they could score a lot of fast points, fast touchdowns. That's what I'm hoping for. Taking the over 58 and a half points to wrap it up for my fifth pick of the week, Logan. I believe the people know what time it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you full screen. It's Dumpster diving yeah. time. Logan's in the dumpster. He's the dumpster man talking. <laughs> He's ready. He's gonna go try to go five and zero. Logan, what you got?
1: Yeah, i'm head first in the dumpster in this one and we're going to some action it's some dumpster action i'm taking the central michigan chippewas minus six and a half versus bowling green in this one as austin mentioned undefeated 4-0 on dumpster diving picks this year you know and this time also i've already rode the central michigan chippewas i'm 1-0 with the chippewas so hopefully i can make it 2-0 with the chippewas and stay undefeated in dumpster diving picks if you look at if you look at central michigan why do i classify them as a dumpster diving pick well, they're two and five on the year. That's not a great record, and and real, not a whole lot of casual college football fans like to watch some action. I'm a diehard college football fan, so I'll watch this one. I'll tune in for sure. Maybe plug my nose a little bit, but we look at we look at what Central Michigan you know can do offensively. The last time I picked them was against a big time opponent. It was against Oklahoma State in Stillwater and, and they, they scored a ton of points they scored over 40 points in that that one i think they should be easily be able to score on bowling green in this one that's kind of why they're laying a touchdown i mean you've got to look at the line you got to say well, the odds makers are, are pretty comfortable saying, you know, the, the Chippewas get a touchdown in this one. Look at Bowling Green's defense as well. 129th in scoring defense, 129th in passing yards per game allowed, 109th in rushing yards per game allowed. The reason why I'm picking the Chippewas is I just think offensively they have too much firepower. I think they can run and hide from Bowling Green in this one. It's it's not sexy, and that's why it's a dumpster diving pick in this one because a lot of these matching teams do beat up on each other, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in, in taking Central Michigan. Chippewas, keep us undefeated on the year, and, and especially in this dumpster diving segment.
0: Look, the Chippewas is electric. You are electric in that dumpster right there for a second. Hopefully that cash is out. Hopefully I move out from the dumpster with my best bet cash. And this week, it's going to be an electric week. We appreciate you guys as always drop your favorite picks down below. The most liked ones will track towards the fans' record. Let's keep improving. Let's keep making some money. We'll see you guys in another video. Peace out.